0: God. Hallelujah. Yeah, that'll work. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but as I was preparing for the message, um, even before Pastor uh, talked to me about speaking, I have been ser- searching and seeking God, you know, uh, to teach me how to walk in victory. All right. You know, teach me how to um, not always succumb to failure or succumb to problems. Because everybody got them. Everybody got problems. I don't care who you are, you know, the richest person in the world, the poorest person in the world. Everybody got problems. But it's how we handle them. It's how we uh, react to them that matters. Praise God. So as I was doing my little research, I was actually... uh, searching out how sports teams and businesses, Mm -hmm. uh, how they um, not just survive, but how they prosper, Uh praise God. How they uh, rise above, you know, to the top the way some of them do. And how some sports teams, they are constantly winning. You know, because it's not easy. You know, we look at them on TV and we think that, oh, they just got it natural. Stuff. Whether it was just training or you know daily uh, doing things themselves to get better at their craft, they went through something. It wasn't just handed to them that talent. You know, I mean, they had some talent, yes, but it was had to be uh, enhanced yeah. by them. Yeah. They had to do something to enhance that talent. Yeah. Right. So, you know, all that those are although those are natural things, uh, we have a spiritual that we. Uh, compared to, the natural. Mm -hmm. And we know that in Christ Jesus, we also are like a sports team or a business because we have a a walk that we want to become better in. We're walking with Christ, Mm -hmm. we're serving Christ, and we want to be better at it. We don't want to be stagnant or our growth stunted. We want to be better at it. So we should see how. How can I be better at my walk with Christ right. and so that's what I was seeking out and actually when I went on the computer to um, to look up some traits of how to succeed how to become better uh, they actually have 14 or more mm-hmm. so but I'm not going to go through all that 14 because of time <laughs> praise God so I do have about 4 or 5 of them I'm going to go over with you on uh, today and uh, And just pray that, you know, it encourages you to become a winning team member in God's kingdom. Praise God. So that's my title, being a part of God's winning team. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We serve, I can't repeat it enough, we serve a winning God. We don't have to be defeated. We don't have to be depressed and oppressed. The enemy is going to try to do everything he can to oppress the people of God right. so that we can, you know, stay in the position that we're in and not fight against him. Right. Right. But God says we are victorious. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Right. So the first scripture is... Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory Through our Lord Jesus Christ glory to God he said he gives us the victory and that's why y'all was hearing all those songs today on victory because we got the victory hallelujah your lifestyle may not look like it your situations may not look like it but by faith we got the victory and when we get in God's face and find out his way of doing things follow it and you will see the victory come Praise God. So I'm just asking you all to pray for me. I came down with a cold uh, Friday, and um, it was trying to get the best of me, but God saw to it that it didn't. So thank the Lord for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so I said, like I said, I looked up some traits uh, that of a winning team. Praise God. Traits of a prosperous company. Hallelujah. And those traits, like I said, although they were used in the natural, they can be used in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. And we want to look at, take time and look at, why do certain people in the world prosper? Why do they, certain teams uh, are so victorious in their games? I'm not a sports person. And I don't sit down and watch sports much at all. But when I hear somebody else talk about it, and they talk about how this team that's really, really uh, showing out. They were really clowning in their game. Well, I get interested. <laughs> that's how I got into Michael Jordan's past. But that used to be my favorite sports player right there, Michael Jordan. Right. And so I didn't care about basketball until he started playing. <laughs> to be honest. And I, I tried my best to get every game, watch every game that he played, and. Uh, You know, I thought that, you know, man, this guy, when I first started watching, man, this guy is good. I mean, he must have been playing basketball coming out the womb or something. (laughs) He, like, hardly ever missed a shot. And it's like he always got so many points. But, you know, listen to him. He went through some hard labor getting there. Mm -hmm. You know, he had to labor in practice. He had to practice often. And he had not only just practice. Uh, one type of uh, game, I don't know all the positions, but one type of position, he practiced other positions because he knew he may have to play that position to support his team. Yeah. Right. Praise God. Praise God. So I began to watch him quite a bit and uh, begin to like basketball because of him. Uh, never played it, except for with my kids, but... Uh, it, it it became a joy for me to watch because I saw a winning person. <laughs> you know, praise God! All right. So one of my first traits, uh, first traits of a winning team. Okay, I said about five traits to a winning team. And one of the first one is good relationship skills. Mm-hmm. Praise God! That was. I mean, I went through the computer and did different um, links. And that was basically the first one to every link, almost. Mm -hmm. Good relationship skills. Praise God. And with good relationship skills, uh, we're going to get into some of the details. But let's go over one of the scriptures. All right, we 1 Peter chapter 4. Verses 8, starting at verse 8, it says, And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Praise God. That's 8 through 10. All right. right, Praise God. So uh, Peter is encouraging the church in this passage uh, to have fervent love for one another. So as a team in Christ, we are a team in Christ. This is a body. Yes. And as the body of Christ, we are supposed to be working together. Amen. It's not about one person doing things and accomplishing something, getting all the accolades. It's about everybody yes. working together. Yes. Praise God. That's what God, how God made us to be mm-hmm. as a body of Christ. Or it would not be called a body. Oh, right. I would be going along as the toe or the foot. Just <laughs> living some kind of way. I don't know how. You tell me how a foot get around by itself. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh-huh. Or, you know, like this hand on Adam's apple Adam moving. Uh-huh. How did you call it? Yeah, Adam's apple. Something like that. <laughs> Adam's, Adam's, Adam's family. Adam's apple. <laughs> <family>. Adam's, <laughs> Adam's, Adam. Adam. yeah. uh, Adam's family. This hand going around by itself. Oh, you know, mean. that ain't real. But anyway, we can't do that. Oh, wow. God made us to work together as His body. Yeah. Praise God. And when we do, it gives them such joy. Yes. So that's why it tells us in First Peter to have that fervent, that strong love for one another. Glory right. to God! And when you have love for someone, you don't want to see them off to the side hurting. Yes. You don't want to see them struggling alone. Right. And you don't. Know, you don't even want. To, even if they're doing something great and notable, you still know that in order for them to to do something great and notable, it takes work. Right. It takes them uh, uh, doing the sacrifice and something. You don't get high and do nothing. Right. So even though they may be doing something notable, they still need some help. Amen. They still need some support. So if you part of the body of Christ, then that's what you should be doing. Asking God how can I help? Mm-hmm. Praise God. read my other scripture and i am into to my supplements um... <clears throat> so, uh, Ephesians 4.31 So let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. All right. Yes. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So it tells us that to put it away with all malice. That means we need to hate the fact that we're not giving along. We need to hate the fact that we see each other not loving each other. We need to hate the fact that we're not working together to support one another or to build up one another. The Bible says put it away from you. With all malice. that means you got to have a strong passion that you don't want to be the person not loving, not caring, not helping. Right. Praise God. And all of this is a part of being a winning team. Right. When we show the love and, and, and uh, uh, support for one another, God is going to bless. God is. He's going to come in and do what he promised to do because we're being obedient to what he said. Right. Praise God. Okay, some, some of my sub points to um, having good relationship skills. It says you're an active listener and communicator. <clears throat> we have to take time to hear each other, to listen to each other's uh, needs and concerns. And we, we take time to also communicate with one another. You can't be in a close relationship with somebody without talking. Not. Not. You can't have your mouth shut. You can't sit back. Uh, you know, we know that some people are introverts, but hey, that's your character, but you still have to, when you get around other people, communicate, okay? Right. Praise God. We have to be activated. Uh, also, we need to contribute our, uh, your fair share of the work. Praise God. When there's a team, everybody, like I said, got a position. And you have to know, first of all, what your position is, and then uh, be faithful in serving in that position. All right. That's contributing your fair share. You know, we can't. Uh, and, and, and I'm just going to use some examples, you know, of a different auxiliaries. So don't take anything personal, okay? It's right. just for example. All right. So uh, if you're, uh, let's say, past eight. We have an uh, 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 event coming up and we're planning that event. All right. Okay, there are different positions in the past as a president, vice president, secretary, and so forth. Those positions are, I mean, we chose those positions because that's what that person said they're good at or they're able to do. All right. So if you're able to uh, be a secretary, then we chose you to be a secretary. That's your position. Now, when it's time, to plan out the event, to get things going, to labor to get th- get this event going, and you're supposed to be there to help out, to, to, to uh, fill your position, and you're hardly ever there. Right. We have to constantly call you, okay? Are you gonna help with this? Are you gonna uh, you know go do this that you said you're gonna do? You gotta constantly call you. That shouldn't be. Yes, that shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So if you say you're gonna help, you're gonna to have to contribute your fair share of the work so that the team can grow together. Because it's all about the team. All right, all right. And so, also in good relationship skills, we set goals and work together to achieve them. All right, that's basically what I just finished saying. Uh, the goals we set in this church, or even uh, you no, know, anywhere when you set goals there are still positions that each person needs to play. Praise God. Uh, just like with this uh, faithness we have. Uh-huh. This faithness is not just for the pastor to come up with the uh, items that are needed and do the work uh, that needs to be done. We all should come to him and say, well, I'm, I can do this, or oh, I got the provision for that. And then, you know, see what he can delegate, what position, what work he can delegate to you to do. Praise God. Right. And as a team, we can get this done. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And that we are. I see it. You know, right. it's been a long time coming, but it has come. Right. Praise God. Yes. And that's because we are working together with it. Yes. Like uh, Sister Kim said, she had to uh, encourage encouragement. to put it out there. Speak it. Yes. Let, yes. let it be made known what's needed. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Don't be ashamed to say you need something right. or you have yes. need. Praise God. And once the need is is, uh, spoken, then those uh, who have this provision, that God has blessed you with the provision, then you do what you can to help. You do what you can. We're not asking anybody to go way out your way and do something that you really find it hard to do. Because then you're going to be complaining. (laughs) Then you're going to have a hard time helping. And we don't want that. We want, you know, everything to be done decent and in order yeah. and in the joy of the Lord. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. All right. Uh, another sub-point to the relationship skills is supporting one another. Uh, and we spoke about that. And also, as a team... You get to know one another. Right. Praise God. I want to stress a little bit about that. Glory to God. Um, just using basketball, another example. Okay, if you got a basketball team. And all that team did was come together a little bit and uh, did their position on the court. But they never took time to talk to each other. They never took time to trade ideas or... Uh, to find out how this person, uh, what position this person can play. Uh-huh. They just get out there, bounce the ball around, <laughs> shove goals, and that was it. How many, do you, how many of you think that when they start playing the competition, that they going to win? Well, I doubt it. Right. I doubt it. Because they know that they need to come together, they need to... Uh, Talk to each other. They need to find out what did this person, what what can this person contribute, Uh, what position is this person good at. You know, sometimes we're uh, getting mad at people for something they're not good at, Uh and you know we try to force them to do something that we think they can do, Uh and don't see what they're good, what's their talent, what's their skill. And we get mad at them because they're not doing it the way we think they should be doing it or they're not doing it better than we think we can do it. Uh So we have to communicate. We have to take time to get to know one another. So I'm not going to uh, uh, be expecting because you can you there, okay, (laughs) Sister Sandra to just up and be able to do something that I've been trained to do for a while and vice versa. Uh She's a good teacher. Uh So if uh pastor needs somebody to teach the kid, uh, can do it, how do it, but hey, she's licensed, she's been doing it for a while, yeah. she's good at it. Wow. So why not let her do it? And and you know, swallow my pride and do something else. Praise God. So that's how the team builds each yeah. other, and that's how the team can win. Right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, Praise God. <clears throat> All right, my second point, to being on God's winning team. So all this time I'm speaking, keep in your mind, we're talking about being on God's winning team. Because God is always a winner. Praise God. Praise God. So point number two is you must be flexible or adopt to change or be willing to adopt to change. Praise God. As a team members, team players, we have to be flexible. Yeah. Right. I know sometimes we come into uh, an organization, a church, and it may be one way. And we get settled. We get used to it being that way. But when God says it's time to shift, He tells the leader it's time to shift. It's yeah. time to do something different because yeah. what you're doing is not working. Wow. You know, He tells the leader that. You have to be flexible as a team member. Praise God. I'm not saying you can't take time to get an understanding of what's going on. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But you can't be over here saying, well, I don't see why we should be doing it. I don't see how that's going to change nothing. I don't see what that's going to do. That's okay you don't see it. You ain't the leader. Praise God. You can get some knowledge and uh, understanding from the Lord, but God gave that leader that, that uh, vision. All right. And so, as team members, in order to help the team win, yeah. we have to be flexible. Yeah. We have to be willing to adopt the change. Yeah. Praise God. And, and, you know, in this uh, generation, change comes fast. Uh-huh. I don't know if you notice. <laughs> I don't know if you notice. But I would have been satisfied with the flip phone for a while. That's me. <laughs> But oh my goodness, it's like they change every four or five months or something, six months of the phone situation. And some people they love it. I mean, they they want the new technology, they want how it's advancing, and like they crave it. But I ain't one. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, I'm getting there. But I'm still able to be happy with what I got. You know, still able to be satisfied with that until I get different. But anyway, that's like I said, you got to uh, be willing to adapt. I said adapt, but it's adapt. Adapt to change, praise God. Hallelujah. And my scripture uh, comes from Ephesians 5, 21. It says, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Submitting. That's not a curse word, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's not. <laughs> I know the. Uh, you know the old saints used to see that women ought to submit to their husband. Yeah. Well, you know, if you knew the understanding of submitting, that wouldn't be so bad as they made it seem to be. Right. Wow. But in God's word, not only women submit to their husband, but we are to submit. To one another, we are to they call it, defer, so that if you, my brother, my sister, you know, has some different idea that you know for us to uh, proceed, for us to go forward in whatever event we're planning, whatever uh, we're doing. Praise God! I need to listen. I need to hear you out. I don't care if I'm the president. I need to take time to hear what you have to say. Right. God gives us all wisdom. Hallelujah. It's not just one person that gets wisdom. God gives us all wisdom. So we ought to submit to one another in the fear of God. Okay. And my other passage of scripture for being flexible and adapted to change. It's from Hebrews 13, 7. Say, remember those who have the rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Hallelujah. That's verse 7, 13, verse 7. Um we'll go on to the next scripture. Hebrews 13, 17. Says, obey those who have rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that w- for that would be unprofitable for you. Praise God! Praise God! Um, I think I kind of went ahead of myself, but <laughs> anyway, those scriptures. Help us to understand what it means to be flexible, to adapt to change. Uh, We are to not only submit to one another, but be willing to submit to leadership. Praise God, because God put somebody in leadership for a reason. And if you feel that that person that's in leadership shouldn't be there, you should leave. (laughs) Just that simple. I mean, you might be able to um, talk with them and you know, and see, uh, you know, that God shown them anything. Or, you know, some people that are in leadership should not be in leadership. Right. They don't leadership have the character. Because you know, so it's easy to, I mean, it's a different thing to know scriptures. Uh-huh. And it's another thing to have the character to live out those scriptures. Yes. Right. Um, right. Like the Bible says, Satan knows the word of God. Right. And sometimes you have people in leadership that are in leadership just because they're knowledgeable of the scripture. Uh-huh. But you have to have someone that's got character. Someone that's, uh, the love for God is, is provoking them to live out the word, to live out what they're preaching. Praise God. If you got somebody like that, and they come up with a decision that you may not like or don't agree with, talk to them. You know, don't uh, get other people together and gossip about it. You know, or, or talk against that leader. That's not going to get you anywhere. You know that's not going to get your team anywhere well, right. Right. because when uh, someone from the bottom decides they want to make all the rules and tell everybody what to do, that's rebellion. Right. That is rebellion. That's not being in submission. That's rebellion. Right. That's rebellion against authority. So I'm encouraging everyone here. We want to see Bethel grow. Right. We want to see, see Bethel prosper. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking about with souls. Glory to God. You want to see souls come in and be saved. But we can't uh, help those souls if we're divided. If we're not working together. uh, We're not ministering uh, to one another or or living the life ourselves. We can't help somebody else grow if we're not growing. So... um, my encouragement to you, that let's work together as a team player or team players. Find out from God what God wants you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everybody, like our uh, vision statement says, uh, we connect, engage, equip, employ. Yeah. There's something for you to do. Right. Some type of employment here right. for you to do. So, but you know, you, that's actually your responsibility to find out yourself. You know, pastor can discern your gift, uh, your talents, and everything, and try to encourage you. But it'd be good for you to really seek God and find out for yourself, so you know you're operating in what God called you to do, and you know then it shouldn't be any problems. Praise God! All right, so we must be flexible. Uh, we must adapt to change. Must be in submission to be a good team leader. Right. Praise God. Okay, the next uh, sub point of being flexible and adapt to change. change uh, I think I said this be willing to serve. There's not some change yet. Mm-hmm. There we go. Point B be willing to serve in the church according to your gift, not in areas that would bring recognition. Right. Man. So what I'm saying there is <clears throat> you know what you're gifted at. Um, just find something that you can do where you're gifted and not something you can do with somebody just gonna give you recognition or praise or accolades. Yeah. You know, I heard one preacher say that um, it's good to be honored as being a um, janitor in the church than to be scorned as mm-hmm. being a good-for-nothing preacher, wow. Pastor, you know. Yeah. So I heard that. And, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. It makes a lot of sense. You know, you want to uh, be up here preaching and uh, trying to lead the people, and you're not ready for that. And you're not, you know, spending time with God. You're not seeking God. You're not finding out what, God want, what direction God wants you to go in. None of that. Pastor, you got to do all that. You know, that's why I am not anxious to be a first lady. <laughs> I am not. So I honor all those who are. <laughs> right. Praise God. It's just I say it because people are asking me, oh, would you like to be a first lady? just no, I don't. I just, I, not. I just don't right now. You know, God may have something different in the future. Right now, though. But there's a certain sacrifice that has to be made for yes. good leadership. Oh, yes. Alright? So, if you feel like you're a good leader, that's okay. Just uh, make sure you're ready to make those sacrifices. Yes. You know, you may have to uh, give your time, your sleep time up mm-hmm. for somebody who needs you to pray for them in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. For somebody who needs you to come uh, help their child that is distressed in the middle of the night you haven't got no sleep you still got to get up to go to work praise God so all that includes proper leadership so just be willing know that you're willing to pay the price Amen. praise God but all this still is part of being a winning team praise God we are a team in Christ and to be a winning team a growing team we have to do it God's way. We have to. You know, we can't just um, have an mentality that I'm going to come to church every Sunday, hear the word, and go home, and that's it. You know, you feel like that's your religious duty for that week. We can't. There is a connection that we have as a team that may involve you having to get up and get involved throughout the week. Praise God. that may have you doing more than just sitting back listening to the word. As a team, you may have to put forth some more effort. So, But that's okay. You know what? God equips us for the journey. God's going to give you strength. He's going to, um, what's the word, um, provide the provision for the vision. Praise God. He will. He will. With your heart, Being in God and wanting to do what he says, he's going to provide. He's going to make a way. Praise God. All right. right. Point number three. Uh, To also be part of God's winning team, you have to make unity a priority and not an afterthought. Praise God. Praise God. And our scripture reference for that is found in Ephesians 4, verse 3. It says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. All right. Glory to God. Our other scripture reference, Psalms 133, verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. I know we have heard that a lot. Heard that scripture a lot, but that's a beautiful thing. When we can come together in unity. Praise God. Slow down a little bit. Okay, unity means the state of being united or joined as a whole. Togetherness or oneness. Praise God. And so we're not, uh, thank you. Hallelujah. I didn't know it on But <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, we're not talking about just giving up your identity. You're not talking about becoming cult members, you know, where you want to just follow every little thing the leader said. You don't need to have your own relationship with God. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where we. Each individual, still having our own identity, still having our own relationship with Christ, just come together in one mind through Christ. Because when we have the ultimate God, the ultimate God as our ultimate leader, we can do some powerful things when we come together. It's God. Let's look at uh, go back to the Old Testament, the Tower of Babel. My goodness. I'm thinking of how they built something so tall without the instruments we have today. Yeah. But because they set their minds to it, uh-huh. they came together as one. They built a very high tower with the, 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 the mediocre <laughs> elements. I should have call them mediocre, but with the elements they had. And you just imagine how. And even with the pyramids, um, the Egyptian pyramids, those are wondrous creations. Yes. Yeah. And they did it without praise and all that stuff. But because they came together with one mind to accomplish this goal, to accomplish this task, and they did it, Mm -hmm. praise God. So when we come together as believers in Christ Jesus, we want to come together um, with one mind, in Christ, and knowing that we for one goal, and that's the glory by God, with what we do, excuse me, and then to just uh, uh, build things together through his wisdom and with his strength. All right. Praise God. Yeah. All right. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And another thing I want to say about unity, it's not on here, but uh, uh, in order for us to unify, we can't... I'm sorry. We can't uh, worry about our own... Gifts. Trying um, to put this the right way. Some people think that because they're gifted, uh-huh. that uh, they should be the main one uh, doing things, uh, the main one in leadership, the main one uh, big up front, stuff like that. Uh, just because you're gifted, it doesn't always make you a good team player. Oh, Praise good. God. Yeah. It's right. good to have a gift. And good to operate in your gift. Yes. But in order to be a team player with your gift, you still don't have to submit to the one in leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not supposed show you here, but it came, while I was uh, writing this down, it came to mind as a choir. Mm-hmm. And you're in choir, so when you're leading a choir and the altos, the sopranos, the tenors, they have their part to sing. Yeah. Let's say, if I'm an alto, and uh, you've got this part for me to sing, I'm gifted, I can sing, I know I can sing. And people tell me, well, you can blow. And I said, okay, well, I no, I can blow, so let me get over here and blow. But, you no, know, she's telling me, look, Ruthie, I want you to sing this part like this. For your glory, I can do anything. Just to see you To behold you as my king That's how she's telling me to sing it. But because I can blow, I got the gift. I'm, just, I'm just For the glory I can do anything Just to see you Yeah, that's the team. No, no. <laughs> me and my gift itself are just making, messing everything up, <laughs> messing up choir rehearsal. So, so it's like <laughs> it's good to have a gift, yes, yes. but you got to submit that gift yes. to the team. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. That's the point I'm trying to get to: yes. we have to submit our gifts, and we thank God for those that are gifted. We yes. need your gifts. Yes. Praise God. But let's work together with these gifts to build a team. Right. That's that. And my last one, point for being on God's winning team. Number four, team player, players guard the team. Right? right? Yeah. Team players guard the team. All right. And let me read my scripture reference for that. From John 10, starting at verse 1. Most assuredly I say unto you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Mm-hmm. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, and they know his voice. Yes. Yes. Yet, 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 they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. All right. Praise God. Yes. All right, so... On a good winning team, team players guard the team. Mm -hmm. Point eight, (coughs) winning team players would not allow strangers to come in and divide the team. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're not going to sit back and allow those who are not for God, who are not in Christ, who are not for the church, to come in and divide us going to be deserted. God said, have yeah. discernment of spirits. And when you see somebody coming here, we definitely don't want to uh, refuse anybody from coming to service. That's not what I'm saying. We want anybody who wants to come to those doors to worship the Lord or to learn about God to come in as they are. Praise God. And we want to welcome them as they are. Whether they're on drugs, whether they're alcoholics, whether they're a prostitute, it don't matter. We welcome them as they are. But praise God. Once they decide to give their life to the Lord, and they decide they want to be members of Bethel, we still have to uh, take time to discern uh, their spirit. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And as we discern their spirit, we have to see whether uh, their intentions of being in this church is right. Right. Praise God. Their intentions to help build the church, to submit to leadership, um, then yes, they can become part of the team. Right. And if it's not, of course, leadership would be the main one to decide whether or not we have to cross an exit. You know. right. Praise God, praise God. But we will guard the team, yes. and and not just with people coming in, but with people you are associated associated with daily, right. either with your family members, friends, so forth. Don't let the negativity of someone else influence your thinking. Uh-huh. praise God. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. easy to do. Yes. If you constantly hear somebody talk about that or talk about leadership in a negative manner, you can get an ear to that, you're gonna start thinking and feeling the same way. Wow. So be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, except a winning team cannot a team cannot win if the members are divided. Amazing. Praise God. Yeah. So, be, they choose others who are of like faith, and belief to work with. And I just explained that. Praise God. So, to have a winning team, uh, like the Bible said, we have to be a one-mind and one accord. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. We have to uh, believe what the Word says for us to believe. Uh, we can't be trying to come up with our own word. Bible, that is. I'm not saying you don't get revelation. I'm just saying, trying to just change the whole format of the Bible. You know, Jesus said... um, I mean, he had to get examples. Sometimes I don't write my examples down. But let's say we know in the Word of God, um, the Bible says, it's not good to commit fornication and adultery. Okay, I'm just coming out with that. So, someone comes in here and said, oh, it's just free love. It's all free love. I can love on whoever I want to. Um... in a certain way, yeah, but not physically. <laughs> so, you going not have the right to come up and, you know, touch on um, brother touching no on sister so and so. I'm just bringing that out. If you may see, think that's far fetched. That, there are organizations that do that. Yeah. They think uh, when Jesus said to love one another, that he meant sexually. Wow. And he didn't mean sexually. No, no. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. It means sacrificing your life like he did. <laughs> Praise God, right. Hallelujah. And so, um, yeah, so i read point B, but yeah, so we want to uh, have a heart, and love for the ministry that you that you're part of. Yes. Praise right. God. And if you know, like I said, if you have problems with that, go to God. Go to God first. And get I out to let you know what's going on with you. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we like to look outside and say, oh, it's this person, it's that person. But we need to look inside and see what is wrong with me. That's what not. is my problem? Why do I have this attitude? Yeah, you right. know, and, you know, just go through the process. You know, if you need to talk to the pastor, get counsel, that's fine. Yeah. But just do it. Yeah. Don't let it linger you know, whatever. Like he said, the Bible says to put it away with all malice. Yeah. You know, when you really hate something, you don't want it in your house. Mm-hmm. You right. know, and if somebody bring it in, you probably of, take it and throw it out the door. Yes. Praise God. So that's the same thing we need to do with our attitude, bad attitudes, yeah. and um, negative feeling. Take it and throw it out the doors. Right. Praise God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Don't talk to myself. When I got into this, I got into this for me, first of all. all right. Hallelujah. Because so I wanted to, I Thank wanted you. God to work on me. Yeah. And say, so God, whatever is is I'm doing or not doing, that's preventing, first of all, my growth and preventing the growth of my church. Yeah. Please show me. All right. Please show me. Because yeah. I want to see Bethel grow. Yeah. I want to see our church uh, prosper. Yes. Glory to God. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't yeah. stay... In the same position year after year after year, you know they supposed to be changed. And there was a a comment. Everybody, I want to introduce you, Mr. Larry. Um, I work for him. Praise God. Thank you for being here today. Let's talk about a green. A green plant grows. When you're you're green, you're right. When you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. When you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. Praise God. We know all about ripen- ripening fruit. That's yeah. too ripe, Fine. it rot As okay. you know, yes, sir. Fine. If you sit and wait too long, let it stay stagnant. Let it stay wherever it is. It's gonna rot. It's gonna draw bugs, which I can't stand. But that's what it's gonna do. It's gonna rot. So we don't want to be a rotting church. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to be that green church that's growing and Amen. blossoming. Blossoming. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. That's what I saw. I chose that song by um I forget how Jacqueline Carr. You win. Yes. But you win because you're submitting to the will of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You begin to grow when you submit to the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's one thing that God had shown me about myself. He said, you continue to pray and continue to seek me for my direction. But sometimes when I give it to you, you don't follow it right away. Okay? That's me. Uh And then you wonder why there is no change. Uh Or you wonder why things isn't getting better. I don't always follow his directions right away. I question it. I say, oh, man, if I do that, it's going to be hard. Here, would like to give their lives to the Lord. anyone here that does not know the Lord, would like to give their lives to the Lord. Praise God.